Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're going to pivot here and switch back to some Cavs, some NBA, and much, much more with our good friend Spencer Davies of Basketball News. It is the real-life Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man gif. Two Spencers on the air at the same time. What's going on, my man? Spencer Squared. What's going on, bro? <laughs> Always good to catch up with you, my friend. I'm glad we got a chance to do this. Uh, first and foremost, a couple segments ago we were talking about this. So I, I we saw the ratings come out for the All-Star weekend. There was people saying it was it was, you know, a fun weekend, it's good to be a part of, but that it was one of the worst basketball games ever played. And I think that's pretty warranted for what we saw on TV. Is there any way to fix All-Star Weekend or the All-Star Game specifically? Or is this just something you think should maybe just be done away with? Like, do we even need All-Star Games in today's day and age? You do need All-Star Weekend and you do need the All-Star Game because, I mean, everyone dreams about being up on that stage, getting introduced, you know, their favorite artists, their favorite, you know, celebrities being there, seeing them, you know, kind of get all the shine. This is what this weekend's all about, man. The recognition. It's not, yeah. it's not about the game. Now, I will say, and I did a column on this on basketballnews.com, like, I think it's 2 a.m. Uh, because I couldn't stop thinking about it. But, yeah, the game itself is it's horrific. It's awful. Um, there is just zero effort being put in um, on the defensive end of the floor. Um, and, and, and as I, you know, put a disclaimer out in the column, this is not an old man yells at cloud wishes for the days of yore, you know, like, but seriously, when you watch the game, there's a lot of chucking going on. There's guys taking like 40 to 50 footers on regularity. There's, um, you know, there's more open layup lines in, in, you know, in those games than there are in, in, you know, pre pregame like layup lines too. Like it's just, it's it's really not good. Um, now it's also something to do with you know player mentality as well. Now um, you know you've got all of the the thinking surrounding injuries. You've got some guys who are in there not a hundred percent. You think about when the All Star Game takes place. There's only like twenty to twenty five games left of the season. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's more fit to be in a, a middle of the year type of event rather than you know at the the two thirds point of the year. Um, so those are just some, some things that come to mind. But, yeah, it's like watching a horse competition out there, and uh, not a lot of good stuff comes out of it. You get some moments. Like, the best part of the whole game was when Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown went one-on-one for the last, yeah. like, three, four possessions of the third quarter. That was fun. Okay? You want to see more of that. You want to see more effort. I mean, even in the first, you know, couple of quarters, 
LeBron was trying to block some guys. Like, you know, like, you know, act, you, you don't have to give, you know, 100%, but you can give like 50%, not five, uh, as my, my colleague, Nikias Duncan, uh, ever so tweeted out. He was there for us on the ground in Salt Lake City. But, yeah, all-star weekend, all-star game. Uh, not the best, but, again, it's for the recognition. It's for, you know, deserving to be on that stage. It's it's more about that than the actual in-between the four lines. Yeah, didn't uh, Shea Gildress-Alexander, like, didn't he get mad that, like, LeBron <laughs> kind of was coasting and then all of a sudden out of nowhere he was like, I'm just going to block this dude's shot? I, I think I saw that he was, like, pretty upset by that. I did. I saw that. And, and Shea was one of, like, six <laughs> first-time All-Stars, too. So that was his first experience being on the floor at that stage at that, that level. Um, but it also, again, uh, Spence, it, it comes down to player mentality, too. Yeah. And that's just something you can't change. You can't change some, what someone's thinking, how someone is going to approach something. Uh, one person. It takes one person to set the tone of that. And then maybe you get a competition in between there. Uh, that says, okay, I want to be better than you at this, and I want to, you know, show my physicality here, blah blah blah. Um, especially because a lot of these guys look up to Kobe, and Kobe was the one that said, you know, fans want to see the best pickup game in the world. Um, and so, I'm not sure how to fix it. I just laid my thoughts all out and basically just threw up on our website <laughs> and just everything I was thinking of in that moment because I watched it with a friend, and he was just like, man, this is just not the same as it used to be, and. He's right. Spencer Davies joining us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. You know, you brought up Kobe, and I thought uh, Anthony Edwards had some interesting comments in, in, in the sort of sh- echoing Kobe, if you will, just on the load management sort of conversation and how Kobe used to always say, you never know who's coming to, sh- to watch you that night, and they're scraping money together maybe to be there just for that one game, and you should go out and play. And, and he was saying something similar it was interesting that um, the league and Adam Silver sort of tried to downplay at the sort of State of the Union press conference the that, that load management is an issue. But I think we all kind of know, looking at a bird's eye view, that it is an issue, that, t- that fans pay top dollar for these tickets and then get to the arena and find out their players that they look up to aren't playing in the vein of having a conversation about fixing things, what do you think, if there is anything, is a solution to the load management problem? I mean, really the only way you can do it is by shortening the season and maybe, you know, playing three games against uh, divisional opponents that are four. I, I don't know. Yeah. Eliminate road back-to-backs, whatever it takes. Uh, I don't, I'm not exactly a fan that they're downplaying it because it is a real issue yeah. and it's affecting fans. Um, and I know that they're very, you know, high on their social engagement and all of the the, the branding and the partners, um, you know, really reeling it in. But the, the fact of the matter is that these teams and these coaches that take this, this, you know, back-to-back stuff seriously, they don't want to put their players in harm's way. Um, but one thing that J.B. Bickerstaff talked about, and I thought this was very interesting, is while we don't like the load management part, and he prefers players just continue to play because he's kind of an old-school guy, um, is that you're seeing the prolonging of careers because of it, though. Um, I mean, I think LeBron James is a perfect example of that. LeBron, he hasn't played all that many games the last two, three, four seasons. Uh, And, 
you're seeing him continuously compete at the level that he was competing at, you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Um, he's, he's an ox. He's a 38 year old averaging 38 and seven. Like that's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, but if you look at how many games he's played in the last three seasons, they've all been under 60. So there is some merit to that. Um, and you do see some guys out there with, again, prolonged careers, um, guys who've had, you know, trouble with injuries. I mean, someone like Rudy Gay comes to mind for me, uh, you know, like, but I, I also think that there's a way you can meet in the middle to where you can play a back-to-back here and there. You don't got to sit out every back-to-back or, you know, do something. I do not envy schedule makers. And I thought uh, Michael Malone, who'll be in town tomorrow with the Nuggets, the first place Nuggets against the Cavs, uh, talked about, you know, how they have an impossible job. And they really do. Yeah. Because you have league revenue, you have TV partnerships that you have to fulfill, which all flows into the player's salaries. And no one wants to lose a dime. Very well said. All good points from Spencer Davies. He's joining us on the hotline here tonight. Uh, locally here in Cleveland, everyone's still sort of coming to grips with or wrapping their head around the Kevin Love buyout and him now going to the Miami Heat to join that team. And I've been kind of surprised, Spence, because some of the conversations in recent days and you got Kevin Love sort of posting some cryptic stuff on his, his Instagram story just about, you know, oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to sort of go out and prove that I still got something left in the tank. Should, should Cavs fans really be all that worried about Kevin Love coming back and almost spurning them or being uh, a key factor in the heat potentially knocking them off in the postseason? Because I'm just not there with it. Like, I can wrap my head around maybe being a little bit worried about losing a veteran presence in the locker room, and we know how important he has been to this team over the last couple years, and we know how important losing a guy like Ricky Rubio, a veteran presence in the locker room last year was to this team, how detrimental that was. But I'm not as worried about Kevin Love, the player, on the floor, somehow coming back to bite the Cavs in the ass. I'm just not. Well, you know, there is a chance that it happens because you know how Miami just turns it on as soon oh, yeah. as they get healthy at the end of the season. And you know the kind of playoff coach that Spo is. The way they perform in the postseason with Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, all of those guys know how to lock in, right? Uh, Kevin's a good fit for him, man. That, that is just, you know, plain and simple. I'm interested to see how he plays in that zone uh, because uh, maybe that's going to, you know, help kind of, uh, overcast some of the defensive shortcomings that he's had this season with Cleveland. And that's part of the reason that he got booted from the rotation in the first place. Yeah. Because if you're not making shots and you're having problems defending off the ball, losing your man, not getting back in transition, uh, then you're going to have, you know, a conversation about that. I mean, you just got to keep it real at that point. I think the thumb is what screwed everything up, man. Yeah. He gets, he gets the thumb hurt and immediately his shooting plummets. He has to change his, his trajectory of his usual shot, and then, you know, coinciding with that, you have Dean Wade returning. And then Dean Wade comes on the floor, he shows a little positional versatility, he's a little longer, um, he's got the, you know, more a little bit more agility, um, he's younger. So that kind of was just the perfect storm, in my opinion, uh, for this whole situation. Now I'm interested to know and learn what happened, uh, because, you know, as you were talking about Kevin's on Instagram, talking about bridge burning, um, you, you know, the, the one thing that would come to mind would be 
either upper management or a coaching staff, right? Uh, I, I will say, uh, you know, JB said that he reached out to Kevin, uh, and he hasn't heard back. But, mm. you know, Donovan Mitchell said he, he heard back from, from Kevin when he reached out. So I don't know. Like, that's just pure speculation. Uh, but maybe Kevin was just really frustrated. And, and, you know, as much as we heard from, from JB today, he could tell that there was, you know, some frustration and that he wasn't out there on the floor. And it was, you know, 12 games in a row. Eight games were worth uh, straight um, do not play coach's decisions. So um, I, you can see it from Kevin's perspective in that way, you know, like because mm-hmm. you want to be on the floor. But to the Cavs' defense, what you saw out there when he was out there was he was ineffective. Gotta love Spencer Davies stirring the pot, weaving the web of connecting the dots of uh, maybe who Kevin Love is specifically mad at. Is it J.B. Bickerstaff? We'll have to do some digging on that one. But uh, good stuff so far from Spencer Davies. A few more minutes with him here on the fan. Um, as we look towards, I don't even, I, we can't say the second half because we're way past the, the, the halfway point of the season. But as we look towards the last 20-plus games or so, we know the Cavs have one of the easier schedules overall the rest of the way, which obviously bodes well for them and sort of their placement in the East. What should expectations be for Cleveland at this point? I, I think some people are kind of going into it like, well, I don't want to overthink it. I don't, I don't, I don't want to add too much pressure. So if they're just in the playoffs rather than the play-in, I'll be happy with that. But for me, it's like, hey, you're in that four spot. I, I would argue they are probably a top-four team in the East and worthy of that, and I kind of want to see him stay at least there. What do you think the expectation should be that fans have for this team down the stretch of the season? Uh, well, you just want to stay healthy, get into the postseason the right way. You want to stay in that top four uh, so you have home court advantage in the first round, right? You know, yeah. that's just common sense. Um, you know, I, I feel like just building habits, getting Danny Green into a position to where he's comfortable uh, with this team. Now, you know, you know, they're talking about the you know the the exit of Kevin Love and that makes sense but you know they did bring in a veteran um, in Danny Green who kind of fit more of their need uh, in a way mm-hmm. I will say they did create a little bit of a void at the four um, and they will be depending on Dean Wade very highly uh, in this stretch um, you know I'm sure that Lamar Stevens and Jetty Osmond will depending on matchups get some minutes at the four as well as if uh, you know is a need be situation uh, you also want to make sure that Ricky Rubio is healthy going into the playoffs. But expectation-wise, you know, you got a little bit of a softer uh, down the stretch here uh, as far as schedule goes. Uh, it doesn't seem like it after, you know, the way that this second half of the season starting. Here at home against Denver, then you're at Atlanta, who's going to get, a, uh, you know, a jolt from, from their uh, firing their head coach, Nathan yeah. Millen. Then you're back home on Sunday against the Raptors, and then Wednesday you're at Boston. Um, but... After that, you know, you're going to have a couple of, of uh, mini-series. You're, you're going to be, you know, in Miami. Then you're going to be in, in Charlotte. Those are, you know, two straight against uh, Southeast Division teams. Then, you know, you're going to have the Wizards on there. You're going to face the, the Pacers in the last week. You're going to face the Magic twice and then end against the Hornets. Uh, so, like, there, there, there's going to be some teams in there that, you know, give you some, some headaches. I mean, they play the Sixers again. Um, for the most part, they've gone through their gauntlet. Uh, they've played the most games in the NBA to this point. I think that's another thing that could work to their advantage. They've played yeah. 61 games already. Um, so, honestly, just get healthy, stay healthy, and uh, get into the, the playoffs. And I think that 
you know, you, you take it from there. But I think that they've been playing a good brand of basketball. They had a tough start in Philly uh, last Wednesday, but that second half was, was really something to, to watch unfold. And we'll, we'll see what happens with this rotation. I know it's going to be tight. Speaking of the rotation, Isaac Okoro kind of had that three spot on lock down the stretch leading up to the uh, all-star break. And rightfully so. He got hot and was playing very well. And then I think the last like four or five games, he kind of cooled back down. Do you envision that that spot is his for the rest of the season? Or is it going to kind of be this carousel of guys trying out at that role the rest of the way as well? I see no way that they're changing what they've gone with here Mm. uh, during this this good stretch. Uh, They've won seven out of eight. Um, and they've, again, been playing a good brand of basketball, again, against some, you know, lower-end teams, you know, to say that part. But uh, Isaac, I think they have a lot of belief in him, and JB loves to talk him, uh, you know, so high. Uh, I will say I'm interested to see the way they incorporate Danny into the rotation. Um, Karis LeVert as well, you know, that he's going to get his 20-plus minutes. Um, You know, sometimes we're seeing four-guard sets, so maybe we won't see small forwards on the floor, <laughs> especially with you know the Rubio, Garland, Mitchell, Lavert, Mobley type you know quintets, whatever it may be. But um, yeah, I, I don't see them going away from Isaac Okoro in that starting lineup. No. Last thing for you, uh, a lot has been made from fans, I think, about JB Bickerstaff and just the job he's done. How how crucial is this sort of home stretch for him because? If you fall short, if you stumble again down the stretch like they did last year, depending on what happens in a potential playoff series, it's going to be very magnified to fans, and we know there'll be some clamoring potentially for his job, which has already started to pick up throughout the the, the season. It has, and, and I'm not really the biggest fan of it. I feel like people are just waiting for him to stumble. Yeah. And, and for someone that got you there, uh, and to not have him have the opportunity to, to see it through, I think would be really foolish, and I don't think the organization thinks the same way the fans think. I agree. Um, but I, I think JB, for the most of all this, has done a really good job. Uh, does he have his flaws? Yeah. Sometimes uh, he plays starters a little too long. You know, like if, the other night, I forget who was against, it was on the road, uh, but Cavs were up by like 20 with like uh, three minutes left, and you still had Terry Scarlett and Jared Allen out yeah, there. Yeah. But maybe you want to pull them a little bit earlier, maybe at the six-minute mark or the five-minute mark in that situation, right? Um, you know, the the after-timeout situations or coming out of a timeout can get better. There's a lot of turnovers that come out of that. However, he's a great player's coach. He connects with these guys. The locker room is completely bought into what he's selling, and he's really good at just kind of getting the best out of them. And that's a rare trait to have um, in a league full of guys who, let's be honest, in the NBA have a lot of ego. Uh, he's got them to be, be selfless. Um, I think prime example is Karis LeVert, quick plug. Talked to him before the uh, All-Star break, and we talked about the trade deadline and stuff, so check that out on basketballnews.com. But Love it. Uh, that's a perfect example. Like, uh, you know, he's gotten Karis LeVert to buy into this role in a contract year, nonetheless. Uh, so I, I feel like that's a good example um, and the way that he started to shorten this rotation, um, he's he's done a job of experimenting of with who works with what, and you know they've gotten into a little groove here, and uh, hopefully it continues. He's Spencer Davies. Read his work over at Basketball News, including that story about Karis LeVert. 
And you can follow him on Twitter at Spin Davy. Spence, always appreciate the time, man. You always deliver the goods. And I, uh, I appreciate you jumping on me for a few minutes tonight. All right, man, we'll have to do it again soon. Right back at you, Spence. Thanks, bro. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.